0: Good afternoon, Anchor Nation. This is your host, Aaron Rollins, speaking. We are back, and we are live once again for another episode of Southeast Third. And I just finished one of my tests for my summer class, and it kicked my butt. I'll be very pleased if I just get like a 60, if that. And (laughs) I've just realized I'm not spending enough time studying. And the students that left the class, a couple of them have had this class before, so yeah, they failed, and they're taking it again. And so, that doesn't give me a whole lot of hope. (laughs) But from what they're saying is that it's actually easier. And I, I can't imagine, like, easier? Easier than what we just had? God dang it. And I had time to study with some classmates before the exam. We had like 45 minutes. So I was going over stuff with someone else but She hit really hard on subjects that We didn't spend time talking about so I flopped on those God dang it I flopped on those So I I just hope I don't get a super low grade That's all I can hope for right now (laughs) Just hope for A not super low grade So Other than that some interesting things have been going on With where I work We uh we were having some talks about changing up the way my job is and taking us out of the emergency department and putting us in other places. Man, they stick me in a cardiology lab where I'm putting IVs in people all day and um, starting you know, difficult IVs on difficult patients. Man, I can do that in a heartbeat. Stick me there. Shoot. I will, I will never complain again. <laughs> you put me in that position. So... We'll see. I'm not sure when that's going to be. Um, some things might be changing for me in July. They might put me on the day shift. We'll see about that. I don't know. I, I want to stay on evenings. I, I make more money doing that. If I go to the, the days, they have what's called a differential where you get paid more for working after 6 p.m. Um, I have a noticeable difference in my check when I don't work uh evenings it drops down by like 200 bucks and with gas prices the way they are right now i know how that sounds cliche but with gas prices the way they are i could use that money that uh, gas ain't cheap and it's only going to get more expensive you know and everybody's complaining and moaning about it and yeah it's rightfully so man it's almost five bucks out here we've never had gas that high in texas ever but that's the reality that's the world we live in so you know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, his name is Mitch, he does a lot of recordings, he's trying to get um, this platform off the ground where he does these interviews with guys. I've done a few interviews myself, so I, I know the struggle, but he's he's trying to make this into something um, big. He's got like hundreds of videos and hours and hours and hours of interviews and Uh, he's got people lined up out the gate trying to get on and, and interview with him. And, um, he was talking about hearing the sound of your own voice at first, you don't really like it. And I was like, yeah, that's something I'm actually really self-conscious about is how I sound. You know, my brother one time said I'm annoying as fuck. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I've heard my own voice and I, I kind of (laughs) agree. So, uh, I get that. And, and doing these podcasts, I'm like, I like getting on here and just and talking about things that are going on, um, especially given movie reviews and TV show reviews. There's some, uh, some good stuff happening now. I wasn't too impressed with the Black Adam trailer. I don't know about y'all. Um, I like The Rock. I like the movies that he's been in. I'm glad he's doing Black Adam. I think it took too long to get there, and I think the style that The Rock has developed is more of a... How do you say it? He's he's toned down a lot, and he's done some serious movies. Well, let me go back. He hasn't done very many serious movies. He's done Pain and Gain. That was a serious movie, but his roles have always been um, tailored to his personality. They fit him, and when he's doing Black Adam, I can kind of see that he's trying to to be. The Black Adam character, but oh, god dang it, I'm trying to merge. Eh? Here we go. All right, so he's trying to be Black Adam, but you can see it on his face. It's like, what is with these facial expressions you're doing? You know, I remember Black Adam from the comic book either being pissed off, or smug, or uh, smiling, or you know, looking down at people, and I don't see a whole lot of that from him, but he is. You know, it's got some really interesting scenes, so maybe it'll be a good movie. I don't, I can't say one way or another. Um, Hopefully, it's good. It looks interesting. Uh, I know we jumped around on topics right now, but going back to movies, I, I really have a some anticipation to see how he fulfills the role as Black Adam. He's been talking about it for a long time, and I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. We'll see. I'm not, you know foaming at the mouth to try to get a ticket so (laughs) Um, I did watch uh, the first couple of episodes of the boys and man that first episode is gnarly I don't know if any of the listeners out there have tried that show it's a good show the season is getting more interesting as the characters play out their roles and they talk about the history and everything they got Jensen Ackles on the show now and I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes You know, he's playing uh, a character that's imperfect, just like uh, when he played Dean Winchester. Dean Winchester was imperfect. But when he played that role, it was like it went on for so long, you couldn't imagine anyone else being that character. And he he fit the, the mannerisms. He fit the expressions really well. You know, it really worked. But then, you know, he's a soap opera actor. And what I mean by that, that's where he got his start was in soap operas. And he's actually older than he looks. He looks really good for his age. I got to give him that. He uh, he's playing Soldier Boy, and you know you you see certain scenes in the shows that he's doing, and I'm like, how many times did y'all shoot that? Because it looks like y'all could have done it a little bit better. So that's not my whole thing. I, I look at these shows and it's entertaining, but I'm like, that didn't that didn't work really well. Y'all could have done better with that. I, I don't. I'm not like some people. I don't just sit there through the show and be like, whoa, that's so cool, or whoa, they did this, or, you know, oh, that was awesome. You know, that's that's not me. I, I look at how, you know, did they, did they do this scene right? Like when they did Top Gun Maverick, and they did the um, scene where they both crashed. Spoiler alert. Uh, two of the pilots crashed. Um, and, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to say it. Tom Cruise runs up to Miles Teller. I think that's his name. He runs up to the other pilot. He had come back, uh, and he had saved Tom Cruise from getting shot up by a gunship, and he ends up crashing. So he finds him, and uh, you know he asks him like, "Are you all right? You okay?" And then he body checks him and knocks him flat on his ass, and then they have this little moment. And I was like, "That's really good. that was really well done. It was a really well done scene between two guys that uh, was supposed to be kind of tense, and I I liked it." You know, the movie was cheesy in some ways. Like when he showed up in his dress white uniform, I was like, what? what's going on here? This isn't making any sense. And that little bit of the movie was kind of confusing. But for the most part, man, that's a good movie. If you haven't seen Top Gun yet, you are missing out. And I know I just kind of ruined some of it for you. But uh, this truck's not going to let me over. God dang it. I got to go down. Um, thanks a lot, Mr. Diesel. Yeah, I need to get out your way. You're the bigger dude. Whatever. So, uh, that movie's still a good movie. I really hope you get a chance to see it. You won't be disappointed. But now, they're talking about doing another spoof. They did the spoof's hot shot with Charlie Sheen. Uh, they did one and two. Uh, they're talking about making a number three um, hot shot park trace. And they want Charlie Sheen to come back. I'm like, no, man, don't bring his ass back. It was hard enough seeing Val Kilmer looking all ate up by cancer. And he can't hardly even... No, he can't talk at all. He has to use one of those electronic speech devices. And if you've ever been around those, you know that doesn't sound very good at all. They had to use uh, artificial intelligence. Well, whatever you want to call it. They had to use software to, to mimic his voice. And yet you couldn't tell it was his voice. It was just a raspy voice coming from somebody dying of cancer. And he actually had throat cancer. So if he's still dying, I don't know. But he definitely had it. And he had to have a stoma. And, and you know, took his voice box out and all that. Um, anyway. Back on topic. So, good movie. Really, really did enjoy it. Really enjoyed the boys. I hope y'all get a chance to see it. If you haven't watched The Flight Attendant. The Flight Attendant was interesting. Um, Kaylee Quacko, Quacko, whatever the fuck her name is, she's, uh, you know, she's attractive, definitely a, a, a hot girl, but uh, it gets kind of ridiculous in how absurd it really is, and you're like, all right, man, they need to have some some texture in this, they need to mix it up, it can't just be one note all the time, you're going crazy because you're a drunk, spoiler alert, she's a drunk, Um and, and this ridiculous shit keeps happening to you or absurd shit keeps happening to you uh, that just, it just keeps on happening and I'm like, y'all gotta, you know, change a few things up and they do a little bit of that they do a little bit of that so it's it's kind of nice and then they have some really uh, deep moments where she's like reconnecting with her mom and her brother and and it's like, this is actually pretty decently done, you know that's that's my whole thing. you you, you got to have a good script, and you've got to have good scene development. You can't just throw these people that are good actors into movies and expect the movie to do well just because you got a name in it. You know, The Rock did that with all kinds of movies, and The Rock's a big name. But he's got so many movies that you look at and you, you watch, and it's like, this really isn't that good. San Andreas was okay. Rampage was all right. Um, the Jumunji movies were, were decent. But, I mean, they weren't. You know thrilling They weren't like Oh man The Rock was badass in that You know When he did The Scorpion King I'm like It's alright uh, Once again It's all about the visuals Yeah So I mean Those those, those movies Don't satisfy me It's like Michael Bay movies They're decent They got great effects But I mean the movie's Really not that good It's a lot of screaming It's a lot of action It's a lot of shit Blowing up You know And with The Rock He's done several Of those movies I mean how many more goddamn uh Fast and Furious movies Are they gonna make You know, Paul Walker is dead. Without him, I don't really care about the show. I mean, when it stopped being about cars, I stopped caring about the show. Number, I think, by number three. You know, they did the whole drifting thing, but they weren't talking about cars. They had some really fancy cars in it, like the freaking Skylines were nice. But that's really it. They had some really interesting designs, like Lil' Bow Wow, whatever his real name is. His um, Hulk car was pretty cool, but... You know, after that, it was like, all right, we got these supercars and we're gonna be doing these crimes, and we're gonna be, you know, high speed, high octane shit. And I was like, yeah, that's that's a good concept, but damn, man, y'all are just doing this over and over and over again. Anyway, all that to say, you know, some of these movies coming out, I'm just not, I'm not looking forward to Jurassic Park. You know, I think it's cool that they brought back some of the original actors, Jeff Goldblum, um, what's that motherfucking dude? Sam Neill and the whoever the woman is from Jurassic Park 1, she's back. Uh and then of course they got Chris Pratt. And it all looks interesting and and, and maybe maybe it's going to be good, but I'm just I'm I'm not interested in that stuff no more. It's just not when I was a kid it was cool. It's not so cool no more. Anyway, so if you haven't been keeping up with your television, you're really missing out on some good stuff. The boys was was really good. I hope you get a chance to watch it. I'm not gonna spoil that one for y'all. Just know that the first episode is gross. There is some gross stuff happening in episode one, and the the way people are are getting like into realism when it comes to effects, it's oh god, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> you know, I, I see kinds of all kinds of gross stuff at work that. Uh, you you see it enough times, you just really you either get desensitized to it and don't bother you, or you're just like I've had my fill. I don't want to see this crap no more. Like I, I don't want to put uh, urine catheters in people anymore. That I've had my share. All right of gross urine catheters. You you typically put a urine catheter in somebody they're not hygienic or, or taking care of themselves. They're usually falling apart, and it's nasty. Especially when it comes to somebody's dick hole. You know I'm not. I'm not doing this on females. Um, we have females that do it. It's a very delicate procedure, and they, they usually want women to do it because, you know, that's our policy. Female-female um, contact, when it comes to something that uh, delicate and that invasive, they would trust women more to do it. You know, they know the anatomy better. Um, I mean, if, for guys that don't know much about female anatomy, it's, uh, it's not as simple... As doing a catheter on a man. You know the the penis is easy to grab. No that's not true. That's actually not true. So some of the more disgusting times. I've had to put a fucking catheter in somebody's dick hole. Uh, (laughs) We had this guy. Who was easily 400 pounds. And he had altered mental status. He um, wasn't communicating clearly. But he kind of still could tell. What was going on with his body. If something hurt him. He can let you know that hurts. And he had a belly roll. He had a fold. And the, the belly fold went down to like his mid-thigh. This is a, I'm telling you, this is a big man. And we had to have three people do this procedure. So one of the guys that came in to help, he's a nurse practitioner now. He's actually used to, He used to be a bodybuilder in his youth. So he's a jacked up guy. He's not tall and big. He's just a, a big dude. So what he has to do is he has to take his hands... And go around the dick. And push on it. So that the dick hole can actually be visibly seen. You can't put the catheter in unless you can see it. Or else you got to fish. And fishing around with a catheter is not good. Um, So he had to push on it. And push the tissue back. To where you could expose that thing. And put the tube in there. So anyway. um, That happened. And while he's doing that. I'm holding the belly flap up with both arms. And we had a lady come in. To, uh, she was the only one available to uh, put the tube in the pee hole. Um, and when we're doing all of this, I mean, this guy does not take care of himself. He's letting himself go. Obviously, he's that big. He's not cleaning himself. So he's got this fungal infection from all these uh, folds. That's what happens when your skin folds over on itself. It creates this little, uh, how's the word, concealed cavity. So the space between skin flaps. And that's where fungus grows because you start to sweat. And the sweat, um, you know, collects all this material, and fungus grows there, and it's disgusting <laughs> because you get this cheese growing in there, and we call it cheese because I don't really know the name of it. Um, some people call it smegma, some people call it frumunda. Uh, I call it frumunda because that's what I've always called it. And <laughs> he had it, you know, in several spots. So he definitely had it under his belly flap, but then he also had it under. Oh, somebody has a sealed package of bed. Outside their house. Bro, let me get that bed. Um, so he had uh, that nasty body cheese under his fat roll. But then he also had cheese in his dick. Not like inside the penis. In the skin of the penis. Because the foreskin is a folding flap. And if it folds up over itself, you know, that's how you get nasty ass dick cheese. And he had nasty ass dick cheese. And we had to fucking put the tube in through that. Oh, God, that was bad. That was bad. And it hurt him because he, he had a, a fungal infection down there, man. So, it obviously was already uh, in pain. And you start poking and prodding on stuff and shoving tubes in, in places, it starts to hurt. It, hell, it hurts even without all that. So, anyway, and that's not even the grossest one I've had to do. That's just one in recent memory. Um, there was I did another one on some old guys, and it was, oh, God, it was gross. Oh, it was gross. And we won't get into all of that. Um, Ugh. Anyway, so, (sighs) exciting stuff happening at work, maybe. Is it happening now? No. It's going to take a few months. We lost some people, and I'm really bummed about one of the people that left. Her name was Dana. Dana was a, uh, she had got accepted to a supervisor role, but the other nurses were so shitty to her that she quit. She quit and went to Scott and White. She'd actually been thinking about going to Scott and White for like three months, and then one shift, um, she has to step outside, and I'm outside with her. We're talking, and she just starts crying because of how the other nurses are treating her. And I'm like, this isn't cool, man. This this is not okay. So she ended up quitting. Um, another nurse retired who's been in the nursing game for like 30 years. So we we lost some really – Really talented and really experienced nurses. Dana was incredibly overqualified. She had all this uh, education and background. Like she used to work for the prison, and I thought, you know, somebody that had been in the prison. I was on the hiring uh, committee that interviewed her and recommended her to get the the role. And I thought, you know, if she can handle prison and inmates, she can handle this place. Well, obviously that wasn't true, because people that she thought she was okay with um, ended up, you know, treating her like uh just shitty just being assholes so she left and i don't blame her shit if she can get along better with some of the people at a different hospital and and enjoy her job then by god go right ahead but you know she she was working with me on a patient once and we had to put a tube in somebody and he wasn't peeing and he wasn't peeing and it turned a little red so there was obviously blood there and she's like i wonder if there's a clot in there so she starts pulling on it with a syringe And getting the fluid out. And lo and behold, a giant fucking clock comes out. She was right on the money. So, you know, stuff like that you learn over time. And we lost that when she quit. So it's like, shit, man. Well, now they're hiring more people. It's like they're throwing money at the problem. And somebody was bitching the other day. And I, I just got tired of hearing it. It's like, this place don't ever change. It doesn't pl- change because the people don't change. The people still have the same shit attitude. They don't appreciate the management. They're not happy to have this job. I'm grateful. I'm grateful this job has turned my life around. I was able to climb out of some of my debt. I was able to, to re- lease a house. Uh, I bought a new car. Um, you know, I got all kinds of stuff done. For, well, it's not a new car. It's new to me, though. So, I, you know, I've, I've been able to put a little bit of money in the bank. And and do some stuff with my life. You know, for the longest time, I was pissing in the wind. I wasn't getting no money. Uh, I was just squeaking by. Shit, living off the bare minimum, living in that debt hole. Man, it was hard. <laughs> and now that I've got this career here, it's like, I, I'm i torn. I, I don't want to do this anymore, but I need what this job gives me. I'm, I'm glad to have it, but goddamn, these people are hard to work with. And I've done said that way too many times on the podcast, so... I guess I just really feel for these people that are struggling because it's not just me. Maybe we'll see. Maybe they'll put us in different parts of the hospital. I would love that. I've interviewed for several different positions. I couldn't take any of them because, excuse me, I'm in day classes. And all these positions I interviewed for were uh, day shift. Um, I've probably applied to 12 different positions. Uh, Three of them actually interviewed me. Um, The rest of them were just like automatic denial. You don't have a background in this field, so we can't, we can't, uh, we find you ineligible for the position. And to me, I was like, well, that seems like a bunch of crap to me, but that's just my opinion. Um, Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. So, some entertaining stuff that I'm working on. I'm working on something with John from JP's What. To uh, get some some story content generated, some original story content, he's telling stories about us, and he wants to partner with us on how to improve the story. Um, he always gets on his podcast in his car, so he doesn't have his notes in front of him, so he just starts to wing it, and you can definitely tell. And it's like, it doesn't tell like you feel like you're telling a story. It feels like you're just talking to somebody. <laughs> it's like that's not a that's not a good story, man. But you know he's trying and he's really putting some effort into it. Um, he just can't do it in his car very well, so I'm going to be working with him to try to get a good story going. And in the future, um, some people have asked me in the past—I I just really twisted my fucking words up there. In the past, people have asked me to uh, get an audio file made for my novel. And record reading it. Because people don't want to read books anymore, I guess. Fuck. Maybe that's why my book ain't selling. Um, (laughs) They want me to record it. And they'll be interested in hearing it. So in the future, on this podcast, I'm going to do a few chapters. And this will be more for me uh, than anything. I'm going to read how it goes. I'm going to practice the different voices. I can't do like some of those audio books where it's just one monotone reader the whole way. You know, a a historical fiction or or a historical nonfiction book, I think that would I can do okay with that. I actually listened to one an audio book on the Silk Silk Road, which was the drug road, excuse me, the illegal drug trade over the internet. There's a a book about that that I thought that was really well done. Um, I can't do it like they did it. They just read it one voice the whole way through. And for my book, there's all kinds of animation. There's like shouts, arguments people whispering under their breath you know you can't just read monotone and sell that you got to you know act it out and perform it so i'm going to be working on that in the in the future um other than that you know life keeps on keeps on keeping on life's a garden dig it keep on trucking shit i want to remind you all to drink water it's hot we're looking at triple digits here in texas And um, if you're in Texas and you're listening, please drink water. Drink fucking water. If you don't have water, drink Pedialyte. Shit. Drink something other than soda. Jesus. My class is teaching me about the destructive properties of soda on your body. You Did you know that drinking soda can impact your bone density? Yeah. Sitting around the house can impact your bone density. So do like those kids and get outside and play a sport or two. And stop drinking soda, drink water, or Gatorade. And if you're drinking Gatorade, drink sugar free Gatorade. This public service announcement brought to you by Southeast Third. Take care of your body. Shit. <laughs> I talked about all that noise, and I'm not taking care of my body. Since I started lifting weights, all I want to do is fucking eat. My brother's actually like dropping pounds every goddamn week, and I'm over here putting on pounds. Shit. I'm 230 something now, and my brother's 230. And he's almost a foot taller than me. That's not good. (laughs) That is not good. So, please take care of yourselves. Drink water. And uh, don't talk and text and drive like me. I'm stopped now though. So you can't say shit. I'm parked outside of my house. I'm going in. I want to thank you all for listening. Keep tuning in for some new stuff coming on the podcast in the future. Um... That's all I got for today. I'm going to head inside and get some rest. I'm tired. I got up at 6 to try to study. That didn't fucking work at all. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need to get some some rest. Until then, please, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And uh, drink water, okay? Just fucking drink it. Alright, we did it live. This is Aaron Rollins with Southeast Third signing off.